mind one thought at a time. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Inspirational Call. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing awesome. Thanks, Akina. How are you? I am good. Today, you know, I had a wonderful day. I actually met someone who I've been networking with for over two years now from Facebook, and we actually met uh, in person today and had a wonderful networking session. You know, uh, Facebook is definitely a powerful thing. You know, that's how we met as well. You know, I always love sharing networking stories. How about you, Jessica? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had the privilege today of celebrating my great aunt's 91st birthday, and it was amazing just to really think about um, really everything and looking at her legacy. You know, we were in the room with all my family, and I looked at how amazing it is to be that age and to just look at everything that you've created. And it made me really think about what it is that I want to create and what legacy I want to leave. And we talk so much about that. And, you know, that's going to be really part of what we're talking about tonight. Yes, yes. Tonight we are talking about finding inner peace. You know, sometimes in life we go through it and we are trying to please our family, our friends, or you know, we're trying to live the life that other people think we should live. But we're not really living for ourselves. But true inner peace is when you're living for yourself, in your purpose, on your terms. And that is what everyone deserves to have. They deserve to have that fire, that passion to live the life that they're supposed to live, to do the things they were meant and placed on this earth to do. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. What do you think on that, Jessica? Yeah, absolutely. You know, finding your inner peace is just really so important. And it really, to me, finding your inner peace, what that really means and what that translates into is being in balance between what you're doing and what you know you were born to do. And for me, when you're not, when I'm living outside of my purpose, and I love how you talked about that, when I'm doing things just for other people or I'm doing things just to do them or I'm engaging in behaviors that don't bring me closer to my goals and I'm doing things that take me away from what my purpose is or distract me, you know, I feel like I'm in turmoil. Things just don't feel right. It's almost like it's just icky, right? And that's when I know that I'm not living in my purpose and I, I don't have that peace within. So for me, it's about finding that balance, that homeostasis, Basis, making sure that you're always in a place where you know what you're doing and what you're creating. You know, that makes perfect sense, Jessica. You know, we're all meant to create and to do something special. You know, we all have that special purpose that no one else is supposed to do but us. And we need to be in balance all the time so that we can really be focused in on that purpose. And when we're all aligned, you know, things go bad. Sometimes our health goes bad. Sometimes we can't focus. Sometimes we just feel like we're just out of sorts all the time. And that is when we need to really home in on our inner peace and realize what we're supposed to do. And, you know, it's it's hard. It's, It's hard sometimes when we fall off track. 
to get back on the path and, you know, continue again. You know, sometimes we may be embarrassed or we fell off or maybe sometimes, you know, it's easier being off track than it is on our purpose. But, you know, in the end, when we get back on track, we'll feel that inner sense of peace. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that I, I heard recently, a statistic I heard recently, and to be honest, I don't really, don't quote me exactly on the number because I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was something in the range of 70 to 90% of all medical visits to the ER actually have to do with stress. And, you know, it's interesting to think about, well, why are we also stressed out? Now, I know that I used to have stress and anxiety myself. That was something that I've released. I gave it, gave it to God. He took it. He deals with it. I don't have that anymore. I don't claim that or anymore as part of who I am. But it's something that I used to relate to. I can relate to because it it's something that I, I dealt with for a very long time. And I remember in my, you know, probably my mid-20s, always worrying all the time, having this very heavy feeling, not knowing what was going to happen next. And I wasn't at peace with myself. I wasn't at peace with who I am. And I know that many people listening to the call tonight are in that same boat. You know, one of the things that I hear people talk about the most, whether they're coming to me for advice and they're asking me about what I'm doing or I'm coaching them through business or through weight loss, they always talk to me about feeling a lot of anxiety, being stressed out. You know, as women, we know that stress is just not good for us. When we're, even when we're stressing out, it, it messes up our hormone balances. We're not sleeping. We're not eating appropriately. We're not exercising. We're not doing the, the things that are great for our body, which cause us to be further and further out of stress. You know, and one of the things one of my mentors, Susan Spy, says is that clarity and certainty, there can be no overwhelm. And for me, a lot of times that stress, that feeling of turmoil inside, what it comes down to is not being clear with, we talked about what your purpose is, but with who you are. And for me, it's really about developing a mission, a mission for yourself, developing uh, what do you want to be known for. And I talked about earlier how I wanted to talk a little bit about legacy tonight. You know, what I want to be really, what I really got, and not what I want to be, what I got really clear on when I was able to like, take all that anxiety away, was what do I want to be known for? You know, what do I want to bring to a room? When I walk into a room, how do I want people to, to describe me? And, you know, if you were to right now just get a pen and paper out and, and do this, if you are, you know, not listening to, if you're listening to in podcast mode or you're listening live or you're not driving or doing anything like that or exercising, and a lot of people listen to our calls while they're working out or driving, but and if you have the ability to, Get out a pen and paper, and I want you to write down the way people would describe me as. And then, you know, make a column. And next to that, write the way I would like people to describe me as. And see, that's the thing, is when you get clear about what you want people to know you for, and you get clear about what your purpose is and what you want to do, then you start to make decisions that reflect upon that. So for me... I want people to know me as loving, as joyful, and abundant. And those were things, and I chose those things, because that's who I am authentically. Authentically, that's who I was created to be. You know, when I look at what my life, what my ideal life looks like, you know, I am required to be all of those things in order to make it happen. And therefore, that's who I am. Right? Well, we all have our authentic self, and then we have our ego self. And those are the things that people might know us for, that we don't really want them to know us for, you know. And for me, that was maybe righteousness, arrogance. And I'm 
pride. I'm going to come out and I'm going to say those things and be honest. And a lot of those came for me prior to, like I said, changing my story and giving it to God. You know, that came from issues of self-esteem and insecurity, you know, worry, anxiety, stress, scarcity. You know, and I was known for those things. Maybe not outright, but in my behavior, in my mannerisms, in my lifestyle, those things were reflected. So when I got clear about what who I am authentically and what I wanted to be known for and what I'm created, well, the decisions that I was making were in peace and harmony with who I am authentically and who I wanted to be and what I wanted to create. And when your behavior, when your habits, when they start to align with who you are, things start to feel right again, right? It's like that homeostasis, you achieve that, that congruity between what you're, who you were born to be, who God created to be, and who you actually are. But it's a constant and it's a, a conscious, excuse me, it's a conscious, deliberate, and it is constant, a choice that we must make every single day, many, many times a day. You know, today I was at a party and, you know, someone said something to me that it, it aggravated me, right? It triggered this part of me that, and, and part of my ego conversation, part of that, you know, reactionary way I wind up dealing with things when I'm not being those things and I'm not being loving and, and joyful and abundant is I get, can get somewhat aggressive and combative. So my instinct of reaction was to want to go head to head with this person, right? But I didn't do that. Why? Because I'm committed to being loving. And that's not part of that. That's not how I would respond if I was responding with love. So I literally was like, okay, God, give me the strength right now to respond with peace and love and happy thoughts, right? You you start to change your behavior. And when you're doing that, you eventually you will find that inner peace. Now, it is a process, right? It's not something that you feel overnight. So that peace of mind, it, it really comes from... You know, it, it's work. It's a daily, daily thing. So it's not like you're going to get out of this call and you're going to say, okay, well, I'm committed to being X, Y, Z, so then this is what I'm committed to creating. And ta-da, you have balance, you have peace of mind. Right? It doesn't work like that. Every day it is a muscle that you're working and you're working, and eventually it becomes more natural to you. And eventually you're going to really find that inner peace. You know, for me, I spent many a night a week. I wasn't able to sleep. Now, Part of it was getting on a really great nutrition plan and, and fixing my diet and fixing my lifestyle habits that were not serving me. But then the other part about it was, like I said, really just figuring out who I am and also doing things that will bring you into a more peaceful state of mind, doing things like meditation, doing things like prayer, set aside time for worship, carving out time for yourself. Right? There's all these different ways that you can use to make sure that you're taking care of yourself mentally and spiritually in addition and physically. So you must really do all of those things. Akina, what do you think about that? You know, what are some of the ways, and I've talked about the things that I'm doing, but what are some of the ways that you've been able to find peace of mind? Well, of course, you know, um, I am uh, doing my daily walks. It kind of centers me and makes me uh, be one with myself and gets a lot of attention out. I also uh, do meditation. Uh, actually, tonight I'll be doing what is called midnight meditation. I've done it a couple of times, and it's really a great way to end the day on a, on a high note and feel refreshed the next morning. And, of course, you know, you always have 
you know, do a a fun activity maybe with uh, your family or your friends. And, you know, where you're laughing, where you're feeling free, where you're free to be yourself, you know, where you're not feeling closed in, where you don't feel like you have to be uh, someone you're not. You don't have to put on any airs. You're just you. And you're with somebody who accepts you for you. And that's one of the most important things. Where you are living in a space or an environment where you are free to be yourself and you are accepted for yourself. A lot of people don't have that. You know, a lot of people have to be a certain way in order to feel the acceptance that they are really yearning for. But when you find that true and inner peace, you will be at a place where you accept yourself for who you are and other and you will start attracting people who accept you who you are. You will not have to be anything that you don't feel that you are. And then, you know, I I love the story that you were telling, Jessica. You know, I was having a conversation with my uncle yesterday, and he was speaking about someone. He says, he says they don't really like themselves because they're not in control of their life. And when you're not in control of your life, you feel like you don't like yourself. And for some odd reason, that was stuck in my head. I mean, I really didn't have anything to say about it at this particular time, but I really mulled over it. And now that we're talking about inner peace, I get that point. You know, when you are not who you are supposed to be, when you are not controlling your own shit, you you don't feel like you are whole or complete. And that is that feeling of peace that you're missing, that feeling of I am centered, I am complete, I am in balance. And, you know, no one has ever phrased it in the way that my uncle did, but it makes perfect sense. You know, you have to like yourself before anybody else can like you. You need to truly know yourself and love yourself so that you can start radiating that love and that support on other people. Like Jessica said, she wants to be known as loving and abundant and joyful. Well, if she wasn't complete and whole in herself, she couldn't be these things. And once she became these things, then all of the three things that she wants to be known for manifested. And I, as a person who know her on a regular basis, know her as loving, joyful, and abundant. And, you know, and I've seen her transformation. And, you know, I've seen my transformation. And, you know, I wasn't the things that I wanted to be at first. But through transformation, motivation, and, of course, learning my inner self and being able to do the work, it all came together. We were able to do the work. We didn't sit there and wait for the work to come. We didn't wait for the change to come and hope it would come when we wanted it to. No, we did the work to make the change happen. We were not happy with where we were, and we made our environment better and conducive for our inner peace. Does that make sense, Jessica? 
Yeah, I love, like, how you're really just talking about it. And for me, like, the word that really pops into my mind, the word that was, I think, the most crucial to anything else in my transformation is just being authentic. You know, you have to be you. And, you know, um, you know, so we do our Empowering Women series on Thursday night. I know this call is not specific to women, but I know most of our, most people listening to this call usually are women. And, you know, I wanted to speak to the women for a minute, and men you can listen to because it applies to you, but women in particular, you know, we play a lot of roles. You know, we're, so we have a lot of social pressures, things we're expected to do. And women more than men, they tend to want to please everyone, right? So oftentimes men, they just do what they want to do. You take it or leave it. You like it or you don't. But women, oftentimes, they really want to please everyone. They want to make everybody happy. You know, if you're in a relationship with a man or a woman, you want to make that person happy. You know, if you you want to make your children happy, if you have children, you want to make your friends happy, your coworkers happy. And oftentimes women will just say yes to everything. Can you do this? Yes. Will you do this? Yes. Do you like this? Yes. You know, do you like this? this and it's just always, it's always just trying to do things to please other people. But the problem is that when you're doing that, that you're not being true to who you are and you lose your identity. You know, you're inauthentic. And like we talked about earlier, we do have all that, we have that authentic self. Well, if you're not being true to you, you know, if you're wearing labels or playing roles that don't serve you, that doesn't make you happy, you know, you're not going to have that inner peace of mind. And it really is about that authenticity. If you're not being authentic, if you're not living for you, if you're not making the choices that make you happy, that you're doing things just to please other people, you know, then you're not going to have peace. You're not going to have peace of mind. You know, things are not going to be congruent. And I know a lot of people on this show, right, they're entrepreneurs. People who are listening in tonight, they're all, you're entrepreneurs or you want to be. You know, if there is something in your life, and Akinan talked about us changing our lives, if there's something in your life that is not happy, that you're not happy about, go out and change it. Now, I know that it can be really, really scary. You know, and I, we've, you, I've used this term before, and I've heard it um, the first from Jeffrey Combs, who says that people become comfortably uncomfortable. You know, you're in a situation and you're not happy about it, but you're afraid to move into a different situation because you're afraid it'll be worse. Well, I'm like here to tell you today that if you're not happy about where you are, it's bad. You know, don't fear it getting worse because it can't be worse. There's nothing worse than not being happy. There's nothing worse than waking up to a job that you don't love. You know, there's nothing worse than waking up to an apartment that you don't want to live in. There's nothing worse, and I know this because I, I just went through this, there's nothing worse than being in a relationship with someone who's a really great person but that you don't want to be in a relationship with, right? There's nothing worse than having friends that are really nice people that do things that don't make you happy and you're going out and you're, you know, you're going to restaurants or places or bars or drinking or dancing or engaging in other activities that are not in alignment with who you are and you don't really want to be doing them but you're doing it because you're afraid of losing your friend circle. See, these are things that we as women do all of the time. And we're not going to have peace. We're not going to be congruent with who we are, you know, and it's time to choose ourselves. And that's the thing, that we have to put ourselves first if we really want to be at peace. You cannot also be from a place of creation. You can't create if you're not being true to who you are. So it really is about just finding that authentic self. 
And Akina and I, we, we can really tell you that, you know, we're not just saying this. We're actually doing this. You know, for me, I was at a job, and I got to the point where I, I loved that job for a really long time. You know, I have nothing but respect for the company, but it no longer brought me joy, and it was time to go. You know, I loved New York City. I lived in New York City for almost 10 years, and, you know, I I remember ending a relationship in my mid-20s because the person didn't want to live in New York City, and I couldn't imagine being happy anywhere else. But you know what? Things changed for me. And when I got to a point where I woke up and I was like, I'm not happy here anymore. I can tell you in all honesty, with all the integrity in the world, that the moment that I woke up and I realized that, and Akina will tell you this too, she can vouch for me, it was less than one week later that I relocated to another state. Akina, I mean, do you remember me waking up and just saying to you, Akina, I'm not happy anymore here. And, and how long did it take me to move? about a week. <laughs> it was literally about a week. As a matter of fact, the day I had actually said, you know what, I'm not really happy. I, I wound up, you know, just saying I'm out of here. And I called my mother, and and I've shared this story before. My grandmother's house was on the market, and I convinced my mother to help me to be able to purchase it in the next few years. Uh, I'm thankful that I'm able to live here now with the intention of being able to buy the house. I applied for a job, and it was less than one minute is how long it took me to get a job interview, um, less than one minute, and I accepted that job about 48 hours later. And that's the power of being true to who you are and what you want to create. You know, the reality of it is is that is how the universe works. I believe in God, so I'm going to call it God. You know, I believe that when you ask God for something, when when you can move mountains in a job, a house, a financial situation, a relationship, that is not a mountain. For God, that is not that big of a deal, right? I said, God, I'm not happy. I want a new place to live, and I want a new job. Bam, 48 hours later, he gave it to me. Why? Because it says in the Bible, ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door shall be answered for you. Well, I ask and I received, right? And that's the power. You have the ability to change. See, we have, we, we have the ability in sonship with God to be creators. We are powerful, powerful creators. There's nothing outside of our limitations. The only limitation to what you can have and to what you can create is what you believe. So if you believe you can have it, you can. And that's the thing about it is that, like, finding that peace. I have peace now. Like, I wanted for so many years, I wanted an outdoor space where I could just go and sit and relax. And I'm sitting and relaxing outside right now. And it's beautiful weather. It's in low 70s. I'm sitting on my deck outside. I have electric you know, electric here, so I have lights and, you know, I, I have my beautiful plants I'm looking at and I'm rocking back and forth in my rocking chair, literally on my porch, and I'm, I have peace of mind. Well, why? Because I declared this is what I want and this is who I am, and I chose that I was enough to produce it. And when I did that, God gave me what I asked for. And we want you to know today, too, that you can have this, too. You know, it's, if you don't have to just listen to this call and say, you know, well, maybe I'll be happy then, and maybe when I retire, you know, maybe this, maybe that, maybe when someone enters my intern, maybe when I attract that person in network marketing company that's going to build me the money. No, you have to choose to be happy now. You need to choose to make that change now. You need the amazing late Jim Rohn. He always said, you know, if you want something to change in your life, that you have to change. You know, you if you want your life to get better, you have to get better. You can't expect things in your life to change if you're not willing to go out there and do things. And last week we talked about the fact that change is good. In fact, that was the title of our podcast last week. 
If you want to have peace and you're in a situation where there's no peace, get out of it. That's the first step. And like we talked about, get really, really clear with what you want. Figure out what your purpose is. And and honestly, we all have the same purpose. We really do. And and I can tell you all what your purpose is because it's the same. And my pastor said that today, actually. It's exactly what he said. It's the same for everybody. You know, our purpose is to to live into what God created for us, who we want to be. Who do you want to be? You know, what do you want to do? And people make it very, very complicated. It's not that complicated. What do you want? Go out and create it. And when you do that, when you're living in that, when your decisions are taking you closer to who you want to be, you have peace. When you're doing things that don't bring you closer to who you want to be, you don't have peace. It's really as simple as that. It is, there's, no, there's nothing else to say about it. It's just that simple. You know, Kina, is there anything else you have to add to it? You know, I know that feeling, you know, I lived in a place that I wasn't particularly happy about for about four years. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, my my grandmother passing away for me to step out of my comfort zone. You know, we tend to live in that comfort zone. We tend to just stay in that one spot because we know that spot and we don't want to step too far out of that spot because we don't know what's there. But, you know, I've noticed that when people are complacent, things don't move. But once that fire is lit, once that one little event happens and that fire is lit, and then you go in the food and then everything just falls into line, you know, you get that spark of here we go. And you just and you just go for it. And during that time, I moved, uh, decided I was going to move to Nashville. I decided that I was going to be uh, more social. I decided I was going to do X, Y, and Z. And as soon as I moved to Nashville, all these things manifested within a week. And I've only been here a week, a little over a week, and everything that I said I was going to do has already manifested. And I know that there's more. When you take that leap, when you take that leap and put it truly in God's hands, the sky's the limit. Why live unhappily when there's abundance sitting right there past your fire? Why let your comfort zone keep you? Yeah, absolutely, guys. And, you know, and I love what Akina's saying. And that's the thing is look at how quickly things change for me. You know, 48 hours, look how quickly things change for Akina, you know, under a week. It take, People think it takes a really long time to change your life. The truth is it happens in an instant. It might take you a really long time to get the strength and courage to make that choice. But when you make that choice, it happens in an instant. And watch how quickly the universe or God responds. Watch how quickly he responds to give you what you want when you ask for it. When you take action, showing you're serious, it's not a wish list. If you think you're going to change your life, if you go home and you write 100 things that you want, I did that two years ago. Guess what? 
23 years, I made the choice and I got it in 48 hours. How long did it take me to get it? 48 hours. It took me two years to make the choice. So if you're sitting here tonight and you're ready to make that choice, take action. You know, it, it is not a wish list. It's not like writing the Santa Claus. you got to actually do something. You know, no one's going to come up on a sleigh and things are not going to show up under your Christmas tree. you got to go out and take action. But when you do, it happens really quickly. You just get what you want because that's the way the world works because it really is, like Akina said, an abundant, amazing place and you can create anything you want. So just go out and do it, you know. So I know that's our message for you tonight about really finding peace and breaking it down really that simple thing we talked about, our takeaway tonight, if there's anything you're taking away, you know, when you are doing things that bring you to your goals, who do you want to be? You're in peace. If you're not, you're not. Akina, would you let our audience know if they want to retrieve this call where they could get it again if they want to pass it on to a friend or listen to it at another time? Oh, certainly, Jessica. Of course, they can find it on changeyourmindsonline.com. They can also find it on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher. You can also find it on Tuned In and, of course, on YouTube. Awesome, guys. And thank you, for and again, for anyone who was listening to it to one of the other places we had it. We did move things around so that we can continue to bring you guys this this show at a, at a, a free for you, and we love doing this for you. You know, we, we thank you guys every week and just let you know that we love you. We're so grateful, you know, that you let us to guide you on our journey and that you are, for our people that listen to this every week, we just appreciate you so much. And we just want to acknowledge you for making, trying, you know, doing everything you can to make your lives better. And you, you can hear right now, I'm just, I'm getting choked up. My, my tongue is twisted because I'm just so overwhelmed by by love for, for all of you. And just, I want for everyone you know, on this show to have everything that they want. And I just, it's my prayer that you go get it. So then with that said, uh, we love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing week. Make it an amazing week. Just go out and make it really powerful. And I'm looking forward to our Empowering Women series this Thursday. I have a friend of mine coming on. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a really great show. Good night, everyone. Good night.